Natasha. We have such a special guest. We do. And this is a long time coming. We've been trying to make this happen for a very long time. And the day has come. Today is the day. Today's the day. We're going to unearth all of Tommy Dorfman's <gasps> middle school <laughs> embarrassing stories. We have the beautiful Tommy Dorfman on the We're going to honor me? Today. Oh, We're my goodness. honoring you. you. I feel... I'm humbled, honestly, to be in the presence of all, all of the women, uh, period, and so... all of the women on this Zoom. <laughs> I mean, this is, now we just added microphones to our normal gab sesh. I can't wait. Yeah, and I also, like, I, I'm jealous of these headphones, I have to say. <laughs> oh I'm feeling very jealous of these headphones. I mean, they're I, over for all of yeah. our listeners. They're over the ear. They're over the ear. They're like Sony. Like, <laughs> From like we a got rock them. nation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We got them in a I mean, bag. blessings received though. Really? <laughs> Tommy, thank you so much for being on. Thank you, Tommy. We, we have want, so many things to talk about. I think we're going to just start with the, the normal question, which is just, were you cool yeah. in seventh grade? Yes. Were you cool in seventh grade? I was. Oh, <gasps> You're our first. Oh my god! No, really. You are our first. Tell us, guest. Every no way. Swear to God, you are the first guest who's answered yes. Which means that you're probably the first guest that's telling the truth. (laughs) Well, now I'm now I'm second guessing myself as I no no no. We're obsessed. I'm gonna fucking own it. Um, I was I was cool in seventh grade. I was. So for those of you don't know, I'm a trans woman. So in seventh grade, I was not. I didn't have like the Hunter Schaefer experience. I started transitioning like very late into adulthood, um, which is why I look the way I look and we're just gonna live with that. Um, but I, at the time was just like living my life as a straight boy. And I was a ladies boy. We're gonna say boy. I was a ladies boy. Yeah. Um, I think to preface this, like up until sixth grade, I was fully just wearing girls clothes to school and like everyone just thought of me as a cross-dresser because like we didn't have the language in Georgia in like the right. 90s to discuss like what was going on and then like the early 2000s. So seventh grade for me was like, what, 2004, 2005? I think so, yeah. because yeah, Alana, you and I are the same age, I think, right? Yes, I and think I, I'm so. 92. I'm 91. I'm 90. Oh my God. Okay, so 90, 91, 92. So yeah, so it's it's that. So basically, thank God, because then I, 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 we can just we can just start from where we're at. Yeah. Um, but I was, was kind of cool. I was actually going to show you, and I realized this is an this is audio, but just for the purposes of where we're at, here's me with like two of my uh, girlfriends on our way to the JCC, drunk in seventh. Oh my grade, god! Maybe god. early Wait, eighth look grade. At those curls. Are um, those curls. We were on our way to the under eighteen club night at the JCC, that the or rather like the JCC hosted. Here's me like surfing. Oh but my I, god! But by the way, my surfing was bad. Like my surfing was like in North Carolina. There were no waves. I was in Atlanta, Georgia, where I okay. grew up in seventh grade. I was. It was me and my girlfriend a really blurry picture at the time, Callie? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Wait, these are amazing photos. So, by the way, my version of surfing, I just want to be really clear <laughs> that like this wave is no larger than eight inches. Like, it's not, I remember, yeah, anyway. So, no, so I was cool. I was, I think, look, here's the thing I was the youngest of five siblings. So, as the baby, I feel like I inherited coolness. My brother was really cool. And he was like, had all of the parties. 
And um, so I was friends with all, I was like friends with all of his friends and I started drinking when I was really young. And so I was the one who like had access to alcohol, had the house where like you could kind of get away with whatever you wanted. Um, and so everyone came and like partied. And so then my brother's like hot, cool friends, younger siblings and I would hang out. And wow. I went through this period in middle school where like I went to like, basically because I was such a weird kid, I got taken out of public school because I was getting like the shit beat out of me and put into a private sort of like liberal school where like you don't have to wear shoes. <laughs> and I really resented that in middle school because I was like, these people are fucking lame. Like they're dorks. Like I want to be, fr- I want to like go back to public school. This was like a period of like deep repressed, like, real me and like performance of like the worst meanest boy I could be me mm. and um I was wearing like all Abercrombie oh. like Paxson like inherited like I was wearing like Sean John track suits for a period of my life oh, in seventh God. grade I was I lost my virginity in seventh grade no. I got suspended from school for drinking at the school dance at the beginning of seventh grade I got suspended for three weeks. I was like hanging out with like the public school kids in the suburbs, and we were like, get, we were literally like chugging alcohol we had stolen from our parents and throwing up on each other and like having sex. Like it was just like, it, we was like teenage fucking debauchery oh. when I was in seventh grade. So was seventh grade was that like that was like the year for you? Seventh there was a rumor was that like... I got my girlfriend in seventh grade was in eighth grade pregnant, and that's why she didn't come back to school the next year in ninth grade because she was a year oh older than me why, why didn't she come back to school the next year i think like she just like her parents just moved her back to public school for high school because like we all got suspended for drinking together and like that's wild uh she didn't have like i think like resources were were very small for her like in her family and right. so to go to the school it was a really competitive private school that i went to and like for i don't know the full i don't know the full reasoning but i remember i broke up with her via email um when i was suspended and i was like what i remember that email was a version of like it's been this is by the way mind you after we had had sex at the age of like 12 and 13 i was like it's been fun be well like literally like i was like i was like yeah after everything that happened i don't think we're meant to be together my parents don't want me to see you anymore it's been a it's been really fun I mean, you were great. Of course, yeah. I I mean, I don't like. I'm sorry to. I'm sorry. I feel like I'm sorry to this woman. Um, I'm sorry to wherever this person is. I'm not going to name her because I feel like that would be embarrassing (laughs) for her. No. What was your email address? I think it was just like TD three one three zero. I mean, I have AIM screen names. Oh yeah, wait. What what was your? What were your AIM screen names? All of my. First of all, my password for my computer was Christina Aguilera backwards. So that feels really important. Obsessed. Um, That's such a hard password. I'm doing it in my brain right now. I know. And and I couldn't do it at this age, but I remember it very clearly. My brother's screen name was Daniel, is his name, Daniel Dorfman. Didi's nuts in your mouth. So my screen name, absolutely. And so my screen name was like versions of that. It was uh, like I was I was a huge TLC fan and Spice Girls fan and like 3LW fan and Destiny's Child fan. So I was always like riffing on um, TLC lyrics as screen names. Uh, but I had photos of Christina Aguilera, Dirty Era, plastered all over my computer. Um, 
and not just because I was like a repressed faggot at the time, but like also because I just like I remember like thinking she was the hottest person that ever existed, and like like it was like part, it was like that and like brad and angelina being together were my sexual awakening in middle school and right it was like no tommy i was obsessed with christina aguilera uh, no obsessed to the point where i watched the documentary and there's you know when it's like um there's one song she sings on the floor oh yeah to her oh my god to her dad exactly what you're talking about oh about her dad yeah to her her dad dad. and And i remember telling everyone at school being like this bitch is so talented she did this on the floor on the floor i floor. also was a big pink fan okay misunderstood were you we was that it. only me My no, I loved loved and dear dear diary i want to tell you yeah absolutely well i just recall i had the cd obviously and i sat in my parents car in the garage and like i probably could have killed myself like thinking back on this now but um memorizing all the lyrics all the songs of the misunderstood i think that was the album title of pink's like first big album anyway oh, yeah. yes i know exactly what you're talking about with that christina aguilera documentary i've never hated someone more than christina aguilera's dad because i was like look at what you've done right? to her she is singing then to be the replaced floor. by amy winehouse's dad oh i know i know who's actually the worst dad in music oh, oh i know i know there are some bad dads yeah i have nothing to lose here yeah <laughs> that's yeah <laughs> I'm so happy that you remember that Christina Aguilera documentary because that oh, is one of my core memories. Me too. One of my core memories. I do. I remember lying on the ground in my bathroom trying to sing. Do you know how hard it is to sing lying down? It's yeah, I do. Close to impossible. It's so impossible. And I wanted to sound so much like her. I was obsessed with her voice. So I would do, young girl, don't oh cry. I'll be right here when you Yeah. And I would sing that. Just that laying on your floor. Yeah upset like trying to nail yeah. all the riffs and runs I couldn't nail it but I do think mm. like I listen to old recordings from like garage band from ninth grade and I'm still trying to channel her I mean the amount of times that I've looked at my reflection in a puddle and have sang reflection <laughs> by the yeah. way I still do that today yeah I'm on um, I yeah I mean I, I I thought I could be a singer in seventh grade as well um, and I, but I was getting very, I was also deeply getting into musical theater in middle school. So Talk there was like us, this yeah. one side of me was like being ring girls in movie theater to perimeter point, like AMC <laughs> or whatever the fuck it was in Georgia. And then the other part of me was like memorizing the books and lyrics of Oliver where I was playing uh, Kagan. Are you a Gemini? I'm a Taurus. Oh, me too. I'm a rising Leo. Oh, um, so I, so in a way I, in a way I have a split personality. Um, what was your first musical theater role and how old were you uh my first musical theater role was in seventh grade i was in the chorus of bye bye birdie and i think i had a i think i had a character name but it was like i remember in ninth grade i did Town and i was tiny tom i think was my name um but in eighth and then it was eighth grade i did um oliver fagan and it was immediately like every, it was immediate i was like i was like destined for high school musical stardom oh yeah so sorry to bring it back to you're in town but can you actually explain this is your town? town is is um, it literally okay just so because i never did you're in town but I, I knew so many high schools that did it but so i never it was saw a satirical it. comedy right and it was it had everything to do with it felt almost it was almost like if you took okay <laughs> if you took um, like the Hunger Games uh, neighborhoods. What were those called? Like the divisions. Um, right. 
like whatever the sections the whatever this, like, district oh district district one district so if two. you took a okay. district of hunger games and you added music to it um <laughs> but they couldn't and, and it was satirically funny um it's a privilege to pee basically it's a dystopian future where water has become so scarce that there are no private toilets um, and it, and, and through this lens, it's set in 2027, by the way. So like, we're coming, Which really literally, we're coming up to your intel. We're coming up, we're coming up to your intel, but it was written in 2001. Um, a city is plagued by a 20 year drought, um, love, greed, corruption, revolution, fuck up this, all of America, basically, or the city. And it's, it's like a reflection of like, um, irresponsibility and capitalism and, 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 and legal injustices and like corporate mismanagement and municipal principles policies and all like all of that shit um so yeah yeah i mean that's that's here in town and we were all doing it in like we were everyone was doing here in town like middle school because yeah, yeah. it was like it was like a hit ish it, was it wasn't i don't think it was like yeah did it yeah it, it won a, a tony so it won a tony so many, it, it was such a hit so many schools i remember when yeah. i was like growing mm -hmm. up did you're in town but like we never did it and i just remember hearing like because I never got to see it, like whispers of like it's literally like you can't pee, and I was like, "There's a whole musical about not being <laughs> you, able to like a, a privilege to pee." <laughs> so this is now ninth grade. Was it okay to jump to ninth grade briefly? I had my gay awakening at the time. What I thought was like the final step in my like evolution of I guess queer identity, but I was fourteen and doing year in town and was in rehearsals, and the there was a junior who was the lead of all the musicals and out and gay, um, like clocked me for being like queer, right? And he was like my first love and I remember falling in love with him um, during your in town rehearsals and just watching him and being like, wow, no one has ever been this talented before, period. Like, like move over Celine Dion while well, Ramser is here and like here to stay. Like it was like Christina was no longer in my mind anymore. <laughs> yeah. like, this like blonde twink in Atlanta, Georgia, who was belting oh like with a half lisp, who ended up going to like Boston Conservatory, which was like one of you know my top yeah. five, right? Um, as a musical theater nerd. Um, yeah, anyway, so that was sort of my like fag awake, my faggot gay awakening. I actually told my parents that I was going to his house for a Super Bowl party. Oh, oh. <laughs> so that we could hook up for the first time. Oh, and did you oh, end you up hooking up? up? You ended up hooking up. We hooked up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like fully fell in love with him. And he was like, you're 14 and I'm 17. And so like, I'm about to like go to like, I'm about, I'm like, I'm, a, I'm like dating boys in college now. Um, But I, we hooked up like 16, 14, whatever high school um, under the guise of like being at his house indicator for a Super Bowl party. And my, I remember my mom dropped me off and be like, there are no cars here. Like, are, there was a Super Bowl party. <laughs> and I don't know, I'm whatever lie. I was six, I just lied. I was like, I, was like, I guess we're early. Like, gotta go. <laughs> um, and I remember like walking in and seeing like the Spring Awakening poster on his wall. And like, oh, we opened up a, be a beer to share. And <gasps> then. Um, romantic. That's so romantic. And then we, you know, did all the things. And my brain was like, Oh my exploding goodness. um that's beautiful but yeah anyway so you're in town i have a really like fond memory of of you're in town oh i love that now i need to go see it 
now oh, I feel like you've just it. you've painted such a beautiful picture. Now I need to go see this. Some of the music's painting. really beautiful, but it, it's also like a insane musical that like should it's, please no one would obviously revive this. It's like a terrible <laughs> idea. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Uh, I always talk about um, doing Bat Boy. I was in Bat Boy. I don't know if you know the music. Wow, Bat Boy. I do. That was cool. It was so cool. It was so cool. Did you guys do student run musicals too? Yeah, we did. We had a student run. We had a student run just theater department, and then we had the main like main stage. It wasn't called the main stage. I don't know. It was, it was just also. Did you go to Crossroads? No, it would f- it track that. I instead I did not go to Crossroads, which to all our listeners is like this very liberal private West Side. It's where everyone. One it's like the St. Anne's of the West Coast. It's the St. Anne's of the West Coast. And I, I would went, say I went to the St. Anne's of the South, which was Paideia. Oh, that's what it... Well, no, I went to Marlboro. I went like to... Like, John Ozoff went to Paideia. Like, there's, like, a weird, like, Atlanta Got thing. It. No, I went to an all-girls school called Marlboro, which is, like, a very nerdy prep school. And we all did... Right. All girls. All girls. We did Bat Boy. I played Rick. The boyfriend okay, who has amazing. A, a rap song. Uh, I rap. Trans rights. I, yeah, <laughs> I was like, it was like low pony and mustache, and it was. Uh, uh, all the girls loved me. Like, I would have fallen I, in love with you. Oh no, no, I was mighty. No I was doubt. small. I was small but mighty, and uh, I had to shoot a gun at the end. Um, but I have such a fear of loud noises to this day. I'm like, I have to close my ears around balloons. Like, I it's oh such a. Do you know this about me? I don't know. Well, I know you hate balloons. Yes, I have a fear of balloons. Um, but it's because of the anticipation of the loud noise. So I had right. to shoot a gun. So what I would do, and I'm playing this like really aggressive, like bad boy boyfriend. And I before when I try to kill bat boy. I like spoiler alert sorry I put my a gun over my head but I used my uh shoulder to <laughs> close my ear so it wasn't as loud so I come out on stage being like everyone and, but my arm I'm like, like uh, uh, plugging uh, my uh, ears. Uh, <laughs> please stop oh my god it's horror. I mean no but so anyway I I that's really adorable though but I you know you're in town again I knew of it and I, I was a fainting girl in bye bye birdie we did bye bye birdie oh. and I was yeah we the, had like fainting girls i was like ah hips that was like my part i didn't have any lines but oh my god i did i did a good like i don't think i had many lines i think i had they threw me like one solo like tiny how dare they you are a star or i was like the sun is shining (laughs) (laughs) and then i went back or whatever it's like (laughs) and you took that line and you practiced it for months and we did, um, we did, we did, we did, uh, suddenly see more. Oh my God. Um, we did, um, I was in Little Shop. We also did a student run production of Into the Woods. Really? <laughs> which was so long. I just remember it being like 
seven hours long. It was just a really long musical. And then I directed Sound of Music my senior year. Wow. Wow, 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 oh my wow. Goodness. How did it go? The first day of first two days of rehearsal, I hadn't slept for 48 hours because I'd taken so much Molly. So oh, God. <laughs> Wait, you had such Because a- I was a teenage drug addict dirtbag. Like, I was, like, rolling into school from not sleeping from, like, some after party most days at my senior year of high school. Rolling I got, and like, rolling. I sang Being Alive, though, at um, senior dinner. Oh, my God. Sondheim? Really um, bone chilling, right? But I was also kicked out of performing with Madrigal's choir, like, the, the, the tight, like, the small choir because I didn't show up to like the last five rehearsals. So I wasn't allowed to perform at graduation where they sang Song of Purple Summer. Um, And I just was like devastated because I picked that song. And I was like, wow, you're going to push. And I directed this sold out run. But to be fair, I like came in smelling like a bar at like 16 and 17. You were trying, you were experimenting, experimenting with drugs. (laughs) I wasn't experimenting it. I was doing drugs. I was just fully doing, I was, I was like fully, doing drugs in seventh grade i was like snorting pills i could find and crush i think like i mean i could say like sure i was exposed to things at a younger age but like honestly i was like obsessed with edie cedric at like too young of an age i was like obsessed with the movie 13 and Evan Rachel. Me- oh my god I, me too also like just was an alcoholic and a drug addict as a kid like i still have all of those things in my body i just like don't drink or do drugs anymore but like i I I was also deeply uncomfortable in my mm-hmm. skin and like really while I like was cool I guess in seventh grade I was like suicidal and felt fucking miserable all the oh, time most of the time God. and like was dealing with a lot of like undiagnosed dysphoria and body yeah. dysmorphia I was also dancing ballet like six days a week for eight hours a day oh like I was God. like on a whole I was like I'm like well I was like half in school and half at Atlanta ballet oh middle God. school and high school. And so that was like, I was, I was just around a lot of adults all the time. And like, my understanding was like, when life got crazy, like you drank. And I remember like, I got, um, someone got me really high for my like 12th birthday or 11th birthday. And I remember just laying in bed, like watching uh, VCR tapes of Sex in the City that I had stolen from my mom's treadmill area where she would watch them on, while she worked out <laughs> on her elliptical in the basement. And I just remember being like, falling into my like tiny bed being like this is what dreams are made of like i love i just the minute i drank or like smoked pot or did like in middle school or started experimenting with like not i mean just started like in court i would say introducing and then like forever incorporating until i got sober like harder drugs i loved i loved the feeling of not feeling anything and Mm -hmm. so i just like yeah i mean i couldn't i literally couldn't like go to a school dance without like no one else was drinking except for me and my tiny friend group because i convinced everyone that we should yeah and like because like i just like i couldn't even i couldn't imagine going to like a a school function for 30 minutes not inebriated in high in middle school even um i think i just like i suffer from like the the feeling of like never being the right age at the right time, if that right. makes sense. Like I yeah, always no, thought, like hundred percent. I always like I would talk. I was like, of course, like in child therapy, and I, I like very distinctly remember talking to like a therapist as like a kid and in high school and in college, being like, I just wish I could go to bed and wake up twenty years from now. Like I wish I could just right. skip this whatever the fuck this is because mm-hmm. it's terrible and I hate it, and just like please get me out. Um, but yeah, I mean in seventh grade, I just like 
like if my girlfriend self-harmed i was self-harming but like you know it's just it was very which we all do sort of to a certain extent in middle school but i didn't i sort of i, I kind of i didn't let myself have an awkward face i was like no we're not doing that we're just gonna push <laughs> through that we're not we're not doing that um <laughs> on to the next on to, and i remember my sister when i was grown a little bit more grown up saying to me like you know you never let yourself be a kid and like maybe you should start you should give yourself a break and like try to enjoy being a kid while you still can oh wow and i remember like thinking like having like that reaction to being like oh wow like that's what i mean sure in my like 16 year old self i'm like what a profound thing to say stephanie i'm sure i was like fuck you bitch (laughs) you know but like i was ultimately i remember walking away being like hmm Maybe she has a point. Like maybe I should stop trying to be so grown up before right. I'm already before I'm grown up, and then it's right. too late. And I feel that now at thirty, I'm like, oh my god, I'm like grown up, and it's it's too late to be a kid. And sometimes my ch- childish behaviors will sort of like I was like you know emotionally stunted. So there's some stuff I feel really like mature about, and then there's some stuff where like I like the eleven year old version of me leaps out, and it's like I'm gonna deal with this now. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I think like yeah, I just oh, I just never wanted to be where I was period and drugs and alcohol were like such a great escape and like they made me cool they gave me power i was bullied a lot for being queer and i felt like i had like i had stuff against other people like if i could if i could like protect i protected myself with a lot of things right where it was like types of clothes i wore like the way that i spoke the shows and movies that i like i tried to do anything to be like cooler than i was if that makes sense yeah absolutely and and so like my social equity was in the form of like granting people experiences they hadn't had yet because like I was raised without a lot of boundaries. So I was able to like shepherd people into like their first time doing X, Y, and Z. Mm. Cause like, even if I hadn't really done whatever it was, whether it was like, I remember like lying to someone saying that I had like done a lot of cocaine in my past and I was mm. literally like 14. I had like done Coke once, um, but I like shepherded us into like a weekend bender just yeah. on on the guise of like, I know I can do this, which is by the way, the same as who I am today in a lot of ways where I'm like, I've never directed a movie before, but I just like decided that I could and like knew that I had like, I had it like in the body right. and like did, I think did it pretty fucking successfully, but it's it's like, try, I, I took some of those like ridiculous. I mean, I think the thing about being like trans period is like for me has always been like a certain amount of like, oh my God, perps are gonna use this against me. But like, I've always just been like delusional in a lot of ways, which has like helped me survive the world. And I think similarly, like in high school and middle school, like trying to figure out how I could get from like suburbs, Atlanta to like making a career in the industry that I work in now, it felt like all I just had to be like incredibly delusional about myself. Like, cause I'm not, you know, I wasn't like the best student at all. I wasn't like even probably the best actor or singer or like dancer ever, but I just was delusional. I just was like, I'm, the best of all these things. <laughs> and now I'm like, oh, what am I doing? Um, you are but... the best at all these things. Don't you dare. No, but I, I think there's something about like, yeah, I just seventh, seventh and eighth grade were these like years of middle school were these years of like figuring out what distinguished me from my community and my peers and like how could I use that to sort of survive right and sometimes it was like wielding a certain amount of like power and humor and like Leo rising to (laughs) um be like class clown and like be someone that people would like enjoy being around because I felt like that was a way of sort of getting in and then in high school that translated more into like 
always been needing control. So it's like, I always had the parties. I always drove the yeah, car, even right. if I didn't have my license, literally. Okay. I always made the plan. Like I just planned everything so that like, I always had an escape. I always had an out. And I always was like, I just was, it allowed me to like, not actually get close to a lot of people, but just like be surrounded by people. So I felt less lonely. And so in your quiet moments, like after school, I mean, I, I know you kind of touched on just escaping through alcohol or drugs, but what, who were you with yourself when it was like, when you weren't with, uh, you know, entertainment? When I wasn't watching LimeWire porn. <laughs> <laughs> that took 13 um, days to I was choreographing. Yeah, I was like. I was writing like yeah. weird monologues and plays and movies and things. I was, I was consuming content. Like, no, I wasn't a YouTube kid, but I was like a Showtime HBO kid. Mm. So I was like watching Six Feet Under. <laughs> I was, and I was jacking off a lot to Cinemax and stars. Cinemax. <laughs> uh, and, um, I was, I was, I was, I was choreographing full dances to Red Hot Chili Peppers albums. Oh, um, and like pretending I could play acoustic guitar and like steal it from one of my brother's rooms. And like I was um, making business cards for myself and like making websites for myself. And I was live journaling and myspacing and like Zanga ing. And I was, oh my God, yes. I was working on the next great American memoir because uh, I was like a big David Sedaris fan in like oh, middle school and high yeah. school and still am. David yeah, so I was like, what I should have been doing was spending more time on Tumblr because I think I would have like learned about being trans earlier because mm. that's where like all, I realized later all like the trans people my age were all on fucking Tumblr, and I was like too busy on whatever like generic ass Facebook and like just trying <laughs> to like it was all yeah. But a lot of the I mean a lot of the photos that I showed you earlier are like from Facebook albums where I would of course upload, you know. Um, Oh my god, is that my just face? Just hundreds. That's my face. No, this the is sorry. This is from space. This is from I was like, that's my, my face, face, bitch. This is from Facebook because I would upload hundreds of photos like daily. And what was your relationship to social media then? Like I was obsessed with Friendster, MySpace Live Journal. Those were my three. I mean, Friendster sadly retired, but I was Live Journal. That was like my. I was my. I was Zanga. Oh, Wait, Zanga. I to be honest, I have to say I don't know Zanga. I feel like Zanga was Zanga like... was like Live Journal. Okay. I was MySpace. I was like, you know, dropping stars on my MySpace. Yeah. Oh, yes. um, you knew how to code. You were really curating a top eight. Yeah. Yeah. I was, yeah. I was coding. I was curating my top eight. I was cheating in Sims. I was uh, cheating. In did you play Sims, Sims ever? Oh, Sims. Oh, yeah. my God. No, Sasha. Yeah, but to Sims. me, that felt like a version of social media. But I, I always use cheat codes to get more money. Rosebud, semicolon, colon, semicolon, colon, semicolon, semicolon, colon. Colon, semicolon. I was I was making music videos with friends with my social media. I was like, yeah, I was early adopter on Facebook. Yeah. Again, I think having older siblings helped because I was like learned about these things a little bit sooner. Right. Um, and I was. I mean, I was on AIM religiously. Yeah. We didn't have like technology time out in my house. It was like do whatever the fuck you want, whenever you want. Right. But we also had like great family time too. It was like it was just a very child-led parenting style, I think. Mm -hmm. Um and but yeah, I mean I was always on MySpace. I was like on I have like vague memories of being on like inappropriate chat sites, if you will. Um, 
I was an early Skype person because I would keep in touch with friends from camp. Oh, where did you go? You went, did yeah, you go to summer you go to camp? camp? Did you go to sleepaway camp? So I went to Atlanta Ballet Dance Camp in North Carolina oh, for many years. Wow. I did like a summer program at Joffrey. And then I went to New York Film Academy in Los Angeles. Oh, you did? And I lived at Oakwood when I was... Oh my God. Wait, you went to, wait, what did you do at Oakwood? Naifa had a summer camp. New York Academy had a summer camp for high schoolers where we all lived at Oakwood. Oh, the Oakwood apartment. Which is like oh. the Oakwood apartments. Oh my which God. Is like How a scary is that? Is, isn't that scary? Building apartment complex where like the cast of the Hills was living oh and God. like people from like the band Mayday Parade and like. Like all like Disney child stars. Like I talked to like Disney, friends of mine who were on Disney who were like, oh, I was living there when you were there. Um, I went to camp there and I made like a group of best friends and we would just like listen to Ben Queller and like snort oh Adderall and cry and drink vodka oh together. I'm obsessed that you and know Ben Queller. No, we, ben Queller was my... I put Ben Queller in my movie. Sha, I, sha, I begged sha, him. I literally texted him like a maniac and i was like because i dm'd him and i was like you have to understand like one of my like best friends that i met at camp introduced me to you he's he was from austin he passed away like i did the full sob story i was like it would mean so much to me if you would let me like use the song um at this in the scene of my movie we have no money i can give you like literally like pennies for your music for this indie film that i made but like you have to understand that, like, and this, I remember the studio was like Ben Queller. That feels. I was like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, it's Ben like, Queller. Like, I'm sorry. No, no. And so I have this song "13" by Ben Queller. <gasps> it's the best in my movie. It's the best, and I listen to it all the time. And I listen to it and I cry and I like think of camp and I think of my friends mm-hmm. and I think of like I so like I still am friends with like Sosie Bacon and I went to camp together. Like she was part of that like little friend group and she's an That's actor funny. in LA. And she is, she still, like, she, she ended up on a TV show together, and we hadn't talked for many years. Like, she went to Brown, dropped out, was, like, doing TV I, acting. I went to Brown with her. Okay, so you went to Brown Associate, and then yeah. Associate and I ended up on 13 Reasons Why together. And she had seen on Facebook that I got cast, and she called me. She's like, we've been talking so long, but, like, I just got an offer for the show. Like, are you going to do it? Like, I think I'll, and in my head, I was like, I've never worked before. My parents do not work in this industry, like, with love, like, I have to like. Well, it was not like I gotta. Yeah, I'm 100 percent done. Like, we'll would do anything. We'll just like deliver pizza and anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was such a beautiful way to reconnect. And then later on, um, this person that we knew from camp passed away. And so then we were like able to be like together during that time. So it was like this, like 10 years later, over 10 years later from when we met working together like it was just like this really weird universe the universe is the universe crazy is great you're so crazy. it brings back the people that are supposed to be in your life like that's such a beautiful that's so crazy after like 10 years uh, you guys ended up on the same show together i know it's really crazy ben queller saved me from giving my first blowjob so oh my god really i was dating like a, a bad boy it was my first boyfriend and he was real bad boy kicked out of school I would he lived next door to my all girls high school so I would skip class to go to his house and like give him hand jobs and (laughs) he was super um revved up and really wanted me to go further than a hand job I couldn't even I was driving it like a stick shift like I didn't know what I was doing and he he was like he actually asked me to stop um my first time um but then he he was like ow 
Oh, wow. um, and so he was kind of like really he kept uh, I mean I hope he I'm not gonna say his name but he was really pushing me to give him a blowjob and we went to a Ben Queller concert on my birthday at the Fonda and before oh. Ben Queller even went on the curtains were closed everyone was waiting he was like okay it's time and I was a people pleaser I couldn't say no so he led me upstairs to the second tier at the Fonda yeah yeah, and yeah. I remember I had just had my bat mitzvah so I was very connected to God and I was like God if you're listening please make Ben Queller come on stage so that I do not have to give this person a blowjob and I prayed and prayed and prayed like each step walking up each step it was like slow motion like one foot in front of the other like the guy leading me with his hand and I just go God I love you God I love you I love you I'm here I'm please listen listen and then like that the curtains open and it was like Shasha and Shasha Shadu I'm um, just a pity on a tree track <laughs> waiting for my birthday. <laughs> Yeah, very and nice. Like, and I was like, we gotta go, we gotta go. He's playing. And I led him. Then he back jumped to the off stage. the balcony. <laughs> <laughs> it was You're like, I'll suck your dick later. <laughs> my boyfriend's on stage. My parents found out about what his plan was because my friend told like my babysitter and she told my parents, obviously, and so I was never allowed to see him. And then he Aww. went to boarding school. He was a bad boy. Wow, I almost got sent away to bad, bad kid boarding school. And what year was that in high school? Like sophomore year. What happened? Did you just have a conversation and say, I don't want to go? It's just like all things kind of got out of it. I just was like, and it all, it all, I think like now, like it all worked out. I can look back at the time. At the time, I actually think it would have been worse for me if I had gone now that I think back on it. But at the time, I just was like, I think my parents were like, this is a situation better managed here at home. Yeah. No matter what happens, then like you alone in upstate New York or like in Utah right. doing God yeah. fucking know what. Because I was like an instigator too. So like New York Film Academy, for example, like we all got kicked out because I was like, we're going to have this rager and this like 30 year old who I've been fucking who I met at Teddy's with the fake ID I got when oh, I was in town on week one. Um, brought us all this alcohol and we had this party and uh, someone went to the hospital and nearly died. And yeah, I mean, we were just like, I was bad. I was a bad kid. Yeah. Um, I would have probably wanted to date you. Yeah, in seventh, or I wanted would have wanted grade. to be your best. I would have wanted to be you. Or I would have been you. your minion. I would have been like, just love me. <laughs> Been your best friend and dated both of you at the same Aww. time. Thank you. Oh my God, it's um, fulfilling I'm our full, fantasy. I know, fulfilling our fantasy. Anytime. I no, I think I'm just <laughs> like I. I it's. <laughs> I, I don't know. Like I, I think it's funny because like I, I really like thought I was like a straight boy in middle yeah. school, and then like I sucked a dick and I was like, guess I'm gay, <laughs> and then uh, and then I started like transitioning and I was like, wait, girls are hot again. Like what? Like, I think, like, it unlocked all this other shit that I had, like, repressed. Yeah. And, like, now I'm just, like, fully, like, I, like actually, the idea of, like, being with a man, like, dis- disturbs me deeply sexually. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I think I needed that for, like, a certain amount of affirmation in my life. Right, and yeah. It's not to say, like, I didn't enjoy parts of that, of course. And, like, I love my ex-husband. Like, he's a he's a doll. Mm-hmm. Well, you've met him, right? Have you met him, Peter? He's so sweet. I forgot um, to meet He's him. an angel. He lives in LA. Feel free to hit him up. It was his birthday <laughs> yesterday. Happy birthday, Peter. And uh, he's the best. But and it's like, and it's not to say like I don't, I, I would, I couldn't like be attracted to a guy again. But I just think it's funny how like life kind of just 
like you, you now I feel like I'm at a place where it's like post Saturn return early 30s can yes. reflect on this time and be like oh I really needed to like wear a bunch of different hats to get to where I am and like yeah. that's that's okay yeah um well I know you said like you like going back to what you said before that you would always like wake up and wish that you were 20 years like you wanted to just fast forward yeah. like right now are you feeling like I this is where I'm supposed to be yeah and I think actually like this is like way beyond where I thought I would even be, which is such a, a, I feel really grateful to be where I'm at today. And like, obviously on my worst days, I'm like, I've amounted to nothing. I'm a failure. Um, Why am I alive? But, but ultimately like when I think about like 13 year old me and like what I thought my life could look like at 30, one, I don't think I like, I would always say this, like, when I was in rehab, especially being like, yeah, I was like, I for sure thought I'd be dead by 23. But there was like a certain truth to that. Like, I genuinely don't think I, I, I could not see a version of me like surviving my early 20s. Like, and I sort of like resigned to being like a live fast, die young kind of kid. Mm-hmm. And like glamorized that in a lot of ways and like moved to New York and like immediately got a match to like and like promoting at LeBain in an electric room and like in like weird basement clubs and like, you know, waking up in wherever the fuck at 9 a.m having slept for 30 minutes and like deep ocean hill with my like drug dealer hmm. like i just i just was like i was like the inevitability of me just like dying one of these nights is like yeah. it's just that's just like what's gonna happen um so, so to like really actually take stock of my life now and be like no i'm like uh I'm, I'm 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 like a, a pretty accomplished person girl who like has had has survived like not like war and famine, but has survived like certain, you know, like, you know, like rape and drug addiction and alcoholism to get to some semblance of groundedness and serenity. And like, also gratefully, like, you know, like have my own family and still have a connection with my other family and like, am, am responsible for the care of animals and like, actually could see a version of my life where like, I, I have kids and like, um, like I want a proper I'm just like I'm like it's like all very like weird to me that I'm like oh I really didn't think even though I did come from like a certain amount of like privilege and like there's like generational privileges that have that come from like my upbringing it wasn't you know like I still was very much living under the guise of like nothing is promised and like understand like I, I feel very I feel very grateful to be where I'm at today and it, it, it far exceeds um the expectations that I had set by the time like my like real internal monologue not what i would say to the world but, like the inside voice was like 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 you say you're gonna do all these things you're just gonna like die in a taxi like over the williamsburg bridge at some point of like an overdose it was like, sort of like the bleak version to end this yeah i mean i i feel very 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 kid me is like very impressed and like very i think shocked by and like unhappy with adult me um and adult me is very nostalgic for and like sad for but also loving of kidney but you know again i also you know i've been afforded a lot of therapy in my life so maybe that's what helped me get no but that's a beautiful way to also that's such a beautiful way to wrap up um we i think being connected to this is gonna sound so cheesy but being connected to our 13 year old self or 12 year old whatever Mm -hmm. this is why we do the podcast it's really fun to talk about like first kisses and first whatever yeah i had the first kiss everything with the same person oh 
wow. Sorry, it's anyway, let me interrupt The reason why we do this podcast is because we're honestly trying to heal our inner child. So the, the, the way that you just explained that was like the most yeah, beautiful really... way like to, to just give your inner child a hug. Because honestly, we were all just trying to do the best that we could yeah. with what we were yeah. given. Yeah. And we just want, we, like what I've learned in my therapy is I really have to hug my inner child and just be like, you yeah. just doing the best you can oh my god yeah baby baby tommy was really doing the best she could yeah well this is this was such a beautiful episode guys i love you thank you for listening to free period a presentation of cadence 13 and odyssey studio new episodes every tuesday bye